Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Playing Masks, A New Generation. I'm Owen, your Master of Ceremonies. My pronouns are he and him. I'm also the founder, editor, and director of Big Gay Nerds. Joining me today in the order that they got on Zencaster, we have Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her. Uh, you can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter. I play Juno, the Nova, aka Starcross. Um, someone who's 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 trying to do better. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we're we're all tr- we're all trying here. Um, That's include- true. <laughs> and uh, someone who definitely uh, knows what it's like to have a character who's trying. Um, Ellie. Well, I'm Ellie. Uh, pronouns are she and they. And I am playing Luke Byrne, the innocent, alias Photon Boy. Then there's Joe. I'm Joe, also known as Jonix. I'm playing Peyton McLeod. The uh, the playbook is the Bull. And Saturn. Hey, I'm Saturn. Uh, they them. You can find me at the Future Rules on Twitter and Tumblr. And I'm playing Pippa, aka the Pink Panzer, who is the Brain Playbook. Uh, she is also trying. Uh, I'm not sure what. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely trying to, to do what? Who knows? Yeah. Trying fucking something. <laughs> uh, she trying is... my patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I should have been the one to do that. Damn it. You're too smart for me. Um, okay, so uh, when last we left... Um, you would all had, um, well, last episode was actually dealing with the fallout of the big alien fights you had mm-hmm. and um, talking with some capes and talking amongst each other. And uh, some of you are feeling, uh, I guess, a better sense of uh, direction with your whole situation. Some of you are very much not. But um, the one thing you know for sure is that you probably do not have long before Gorox the Vanquisher makes his big move uh, vis-a-vis his hero review and passes judgment. So, um, with that in mind, we cut to the... I think like this issue opens up with just um, a page or two of just... Uh, your uh, headquarters at around like midnight or so and just cuts of like when i say cuts i mean like panels of just y'all um either sleeping in your rooms or uh doing whatever uh you you're doing instead of sleeping like you should and getting your proper eight hours or what rest so just just to quickly review like what what is everyone uh like what do we see i guess oh i guess well, what time is it uh about midnight Ah, it's sleepy time, as they say. Hmm. 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 Juno's probably asleep. She's probably she probably fell asleep with like, uh, with like music going, but she's definitely asleep. Yeah. So I think Luke is on the computer, um, like going through like music downloads, um, off of like Soulseek. Like he's got he's got some in the know uh, buds to help get oh, nice. find the good stuff. He had to discover what Napster was, and then like discover something that comes after Napster. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that came after the thing that came after Napster. Yeah, honestly, um, to skip the whole Napster LimeWire Kazaa era. I mean, <laughs> good for him. Yeah, we stand. Um, I think Pippa is like in her room. Uh, and like lights are out like she is sleeping, but I think and like she's like plugged into the wall, but I think she is like sitting upright and like tinkering with that uh black arm. Uh, uh just like making little mechanical adjustments. It's hard to articulate what, but seems a bit restless, perhaps. And uh Pate is laying awake, just uh can't can't quite get to sleep. Okay. Um Well we see all of that. Um, and then, and we, there's like an exterior shot of the tower. And, uh, then we see one of the, uh, Gorox drones, like descending from above and like 
landing on the roof and then doing that thing it did uh, at the stadium where it like clamps down and sort of like shunk, 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 like wires, you know, into the top. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like all of us, like, you know what? I forget if this is something that's come up before. Y'all have got like alarms and stuff in your yeah. headquarters right i don't I yeah i think i think like, it came up when um uh tech rat uh came right in. yeah and i forget is this like full-on like flashing red lights and klaxons or is it more of just like just like a noise it's probably a silent alarm because this is a hotel right right mm-hmm. yeah um well i think you like like briefly like those of you who are awake to observe it like get like like that sort of the activation like alarm noise for like a moment and then it like flicks off and then like over the like whatever sort of intercom setup you all have um it uh cuts to the voice of uh Gorox Heroes of the New Wave your hero review is upon you can you meet me on your roof in say 15 <laughs> oh no i like that tone <laughs> i don't like that tone <laughs> uh, yeah uh, i like the idea of it just kind of of reverberating through our our suite <laughs> yeah. and juno just kind of like sits up and just like I just fell asleep. What is going on now? I think, I think, I feel like there's a shot of just like cut 15 minutes later and it's the very sleepy, uh, lazily suited heroes arriving on the rooftop. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's just the cut. And um, like Gorox is not there on your roof, but you do see the drone and his uh, voice is emanating from it. And it says, uh, yes, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that everyone was in uniform, uh, all equipped. Obviously, I could have just ambushed you again, but uh, while half-dressed humanoids always does numbers, I feel for this sort of thing, it's better for the whole experience if, you know, you are as prepared as you can be for the review. This is all off the record. You're seeing behind the... Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, totally. Wait, are we doing the hero review right now? Dude, it's midnight. Ah, yes. Well, uh, time zones you know, are all fucked up in space. Exactly. You understand. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of space adventures in the 90s. Like, that's true, Luke, but now. Yes, well, now that you are all here, we can begin. And there is like, th- there's a sound like someone just clapped directly next to your head. And um, it makes you wince for a second. And by like the time uh, you have sort of recovered from the brief auditory overload of it, you realize that you were in fact somewhere else. Oh shit! Um, each of you is currently uh, suspended in. It's sort of an energy tube. There's like a there's like a metallic ring above and below you and it's not like you're held in glass but there is like a beam of some sort of like nondescript glowy energy suspending you between the tubes mm-hmm. i mean between the rings as if you were in some kind of sci-fi cryo tube thing but without the glass yeah. and the suspending medium and um uh, you are all sort of hovering in the air, roughly equidistant in the center of what you now realize is um, a, a sort of like this big uh, sci-fi arena, more or less. Uh, it doesn't know how to put this. Um, it is it's kind of generally stadium shaped in that it is oblong. Um there is not like seating, but there is like you're basically seeing like like rows and rows of camera banks like lining where the seating would be, and below you it's basically just like you know a, a flat surface. It is this is all very like space age, so it's um I, I guess most of it is chrome now. Like I was sure, <laughs> sure. Um, there's some purple lights. Yeah, exactly. Plenty of purple lights. Um, but sort of the one big, uh, distinguishing feature is that on 
one side of the stadium where the audience uh, would be normally, where the seating would be, there is what is unmistakably like one of those like um, like glass VIP booths, and you do see Gorox like sitting on a big throne in there. <laughs> of course, of course, he is. And you know he's you know he's there in his uh, throne. He's a little more like just a little more like dressed up than before. It's kind of a similar outfit, but he's got like a uh, he's got sort of like a space crown on. You know, the more sort of like just filigree and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he needs it because of like the high tech setup he's got. But he does just have like a he's got like a big old he's got like a. He's got a thing that's like equal parts microphone and like rod of office, you know? Great. I I imagine him having space epaulets and or also like a wrestling championship belt with like a oh, skull wow. and a planet yes, on it. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. So, does. so the scepter slash microphone definitely makes me think of Ruby Rod from the fifth element. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's got. He's got a complete Ruby Rod thing going on. <laughs> that, that accessory specifically. Fucking guy. Ah, wonderful. Um, yes. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie yet. N- neither have I. I. It's good. Yeah. Um and he like sort of uh like with some swagger, he lifts that uh microphone up to his face and says, New Wave, this is your hero review. Like other Earth champions before you for generations, you have been selected and transported to the Fight Dome in my personal capital ship, now orbiting your planet. Um, And I think that actually that last shot does show us the ship like in orbit, and it is sort of... um, I'm not going to go into like exhaustive detail about what it looks like, but I think it's kind of like trilobite shaped, you know? Mm -hmm. Like sort of a slightly flat pill shape with some like, you know, slightly tapering towards the back. Um, And and uh, there's probably like a prominent sort of like bulge in the middle that you can tell is like where you are. Like you can't tell it, but the readers can tell that's where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it cuts back inside. Um, to his narration and he says um how are you all feeling now that you face your final judgment sleepy you woke me up (laughs) unfortunately because they used to have to you know uh come to, uh, during normal work hours you know but apparently I, I remember reading that in 1993 the time cube law passed and now they don't have to respect <laughs> earth time zones <laughs> time cube god time. i knew the time cube guy would eventually start writing galactic law good for him um, yeah <laughs> he's a real visionary he's apparently yeah, on some absolutely. some high council or something oh my god oh god um I'm interrupting this a little right now. Yeah, Luke is crossing his arms and tapping his foot. Like, it's like, uh, I don't know, pretty frustrated with this whole process so far. <laughs> well, I'm sure that after our initial brawl at your um, adorable sod open air stadium, uh, you have been looking forward to a rematch with me. However, I've been evaluating you, as you obviously know, over the past few days in the various trials and tribulations I have thrown at you, in addition to reviewing uh, footage from your own news sources about your previous engagements, and in reviewing you, I have reached a conclusion. You have presented yourselves as... The new wave, uh, an emblem of this new unnamed generation of heroes, bringing something new and revitalizing to your entire uh, profession slash calling of global custodianship. Oh, he's thought about it way more than we did. 
<laughs> really? I didn't say that in character, but it can be. I mean. we, just get, we just get like a, a bemused looking uh, Pippa Thought Bubble, just like, don't tell him that I like Devo. Don't tell him that I like Devo. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my hero review, I have reached the conclusion that you're, you are, how to put this, um, derivative uninspired i've been fighting people like you for decades and frankly i'm not seeing anything new and in light of that for my review instead of just uh wailing on you i am going to uh i'm going to have a little bit of a throwback of my own uh, if you are familiar with my material obviously you all are he sort of like casts his arm out towards the various cameras you'll know that in my first ever encounter with your best and brightest instead of simply fighting them myself i presented them with the ultimate heroic challenge of fighting each other Ugh, again oh, oh, oh no. man you're gonna have us fight each other that sucks are you scared? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're afraid you're gonna lose. It's the way of washed up celebrities to take the credit for other people's work. Smart. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <I can tell. Yeah. laughs> he likes he sort of glowers and he pushes a button in the side of his scepter, which um causes your energy pods to uh like you lower and before they like deactivate, um a force field like springs up. Um, in like the exact middle point of the stadium, so that like um, where there was now sort of like a it was what before it was like a rectangle and now it's like two squares. And you realize because of the way you that you were set up that you are now um, like split up on each side, where there is uh, Pippa and Pate on one side and Juno and Luke on the other. And at this point, like the energy rings just kind of descend and like you are freed. And, uh, okay. well, you see, I've put something of a twist on it. Uh, I've seen firsthand that just forcing teammate to turn on teammate and the inevitable noble resistance, even in the face of death, uh, it gets tiring. Uh, it is classic for a reason, but I also stopped doing it for a reason. So that is why you are going to fight each other, just not the same each other. And he sort of swivels and pushes another button, and uh, like a set of hatches appears on the far ends of the stadium. And he sort of like turns and like using the microphone like to point in more of like a scepter style. He uh, gestures over to the side of the stadium that Pippa and Pate are on, and uh, out of one of the hatches that is opened in the walls, um, another like little energy tube comes forward, and uh, suspended inside of it, you see Lady Photon, who oh, uh, looks very pissed off. If I wanted to prove that you are unoriginal, uh, here is the first piece of evidence that I would start with. The fact that uh, at least one of you is simply uh, something of a reboot of an existing force of evil slash good. <laughs> uh, I managed to uh, pick her up on her way to... Uh, oh, wait, what, what would she have been doing? I should have thought about this. Actually, you know what? Um... Uh, Ellie. Yes. What was uh What was Lady Photon? Wh what would Lady Photon um have been on the way to do when she got like teleported up? Um, that's a good question. Um, I feel like I, I feel like there's two different versions of the answer, which is either a she was going to go kill someone, or b she was buying groceries. <laughs> yeah, my, I was leaning towards buying groceries. Honestly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I. But then, does she have like her like like villain costume? Does she get the fifteen minutes? Or I guess she wouldn't mm -hmm. come along quite so uh, uh, readily as we did. But uh, yeah, um, or maybe I that's think, just how she goes shopping. Here's here's what I'm going to say. 
since this has not been brought up at all before, um, what do you think are the odds that she has like that? You know how the Flash has that ring that he stores his costume inside <laughs> of? Yeah. Yes. He has something yes, like do. that. With like something that is like compact, like it turns into like a beam of light or something, and then she's in her outfit. Well, yeah, because she's Lady Photon, so she has, her outfit's made of hard light. That's how it works. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. Okay, cool. Um, so I managed to uh, intercept her on the way back from a local convenience store, and <laughs> here I thought that I was going to have to uh, set up a local politician as bait. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm like... Uh, okay. <laughs> no, in, in character, Pippa smiling bemusedly. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, um, uh, but yes, audience, here is our first antagonist in the... No. Here is our first rival combatant in this fight, Lady Photon, the renegade hero. And accompanying her, um, another thing... Like comes out, and in it is a person you definitely do not recognize if they are even a person. They sort of look like halfway between a like a store mannequin and like, but it's like ball jointed in sort of the w- same way as those like um th- those like little modeling figurines, you know, that artists use, the little wooden ones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. mm-hmm. um, it's like that, and um. But there's like a little, uh, th- there's like a little, how to put this, um, actually the easiest way to describe it is, you know, how Tony Stark has that little energy thing in his chest, right? Yeah. yeah. It's got something that looks a lot like that. It's like a little metallic ring and then like a glowing thing on it. And it is like perfectly still, uh, within it now uh because the rest of you do not all have exact equivalents, I had to get a little creative luckily for the individual known as starcross there really isn't anything to her besides her powers which i've been able to replicate using the combined technologies of your friend battlemind alpha's star harnessing technology and the champion eidolon that the psionicists of the jamal not jamal that's a person's name (laughs) <laughs> look it's it's comics it's fine that's a good point that the psionicists of the jamal theocracy use to channel their energy into a simple combination and we have an entity i like to call vessel and he like pushes uh another button i think he's got like just one button on his like little microphone thing but seems to do everything and (laughs) and like you see this like sudden like uh like warm and this like warm light start glowing from within uh the vessel and it starts sort of sort of like twitching and like twitching its fingers and like looking down in its hands and then you see like energy glowing from its hands um so yes, that there's uh there is that. Oh, I need oh to st- Pippa's Pippa's just like, oh, I need to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, also I like how you have uh his his staff, uh you were you were you were describing his stream deck is what is happening. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um then he gestures over to the other side that uh Luke and Juno are on, and you two have probably been like staring um, through the force field at your, um, well, your past future self and uh, some sort of like unholy mockery of your abilities. Correct. Um, but uh, behind you, you can hear the like, uh, like th- those same uh, panels opening up again. <laughs> Now, these two were much easier to acquire. Uh, first off, I present to you the renowned international assassin, Nine Lives Mark Seven, Le Chat. Um, and the, and another energy pod comes forward and you see inside of it. Um, so actually, again, this is something where the player might be able to describe it better than me, but basically you are looking at a um, 
a robot that definitely reminds you of Pippa, but the first thing that stands out is that it is not, in fact, humanoid. This is, like, a fully, like, big cat-sized and proportioned robot. Is that correct? Is yeah, that- my, my image of this is kind of uh, a black panther version of the boston dynamics dog a little bit oh yeah where it's miltech quadruped mm-hmm. right oh, jesus yeah and but i do think like for it's got like this like it's just got sort of like this sphere with like a camera eye for yeah. a head but it also does have like cat ears on it <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> yeah but they're like oh here's the thing they're like pointed backwards so it's aerodynamic and more mm. like angry looking i say um and and it like despite being suspended somewhat awkwardly um it is like looking around like rather placidly uh about the situation like yes i just had to uh, offer him some money and he took the job energy credits are good everywhere well i've got your own self from an alternate timeline if i'm understanding the logistics correctly a perfect replica of your supernatural abilities and an additional iteration of your evil robotic mind upload line. But for the last one, I realized that really all I needed to get an antagonistic equivalent was just to get a uh, moderately strong young woman with a blunt object. And so joining us uh, this evening, we have Terashima Aiko, former professional mixed martial artist, recently expelled for misconduct. And uh, <laughs> there is, and a third, like, ener- uh, sorry, a fourth energy tube comes out, and in it there is a uh, woman with, well, a young woman with uh, basically, uh, honestly, pretty similar uh, size and build to uh pate uh, as the name would imply she is uh japanese and she has got um well first off she has got in her hands um something that is like basically sort of like a big two-handed mace but obviously from space you know it's, mace um, mace. Mm-hmm. it's got sort of like a little like warbly energy field around it um, the head of it sort of looks like the business end of a Tetsubo. So there's like little knobs and stuff on it. Um, and then she also has some armor on that is also clearly like space age high tech, but in terms of its overall design does kind of have American gladiator vibes. Like it's got, <laughs> like it's got the big shoulder pads and like the chest plate thing that's in two parts, you know? Yeah. Um, and the and the the helmet that is also sort of shaped like the sort of helmet you would have in like a sparring match to like protect your head, and um, she is just sort of looking around, and she is um, honestly similar to Lachat, uh, like just sort of like grinning. She actually like sort of waves. She was already thinking about pivoting to sports entertainment, and I think that I provided her with a much better platform than any of your regional leagues. (laughs) (laughs) Sports and wrestling is real? I love that. Luke is really, really disappointed that this... uh that this charming young woman did not become a wrestler instead of a super villain. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you hear that, Pay? He called you moderately strong. <laughs> That's fucked up. So, Pay has a, like, grips her hammer tighter. Yeah. <laughs> moderately strong. <laughs> and, like, the, the, uh, the the other energy pods sort of like descend to the ground but haven't like deactivated yet and uh grog says so the nature of the this match is rather simple i have divided you up into two teams of two in what i think is balanced uh one powerhouse and one eh, on each team (laughs) Um, so if my evaluation is correct then 
the, this uh, random assortment of mine should be just as worthy of the new wave title as you, in which case, of course, they will be free to claim it after you have been killed. But if not, well, then congratulations. But uh, we shall see. And uh, he, like, raises his staff and presses the exact same button one more time, and the uh, and your opponent's uh, energy fields are deactivated. Um, immediately, the first thing that happens, I think, is that uh, uh, Lady Photon will sort of like look around, uh, like scowl. Um, like up at uh, Gorox's little box and then looks over at Pate and uh, Pippa and says, I'm definitely taking him out for this, but I also... I'm also not going to turn up the opportunity to get back at you punks <laughs> for what you did at the Bernhardt Festival. And, and then she is like, there's not even a moment of building up speed. There is now like a there's now like a halo at the edges of uh, your little half of the stadium where she is uh, circling you at a speed that is essentially created like a contigu- contiguous band of light. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> and, and meanwhile, uh, the vessel um, is uh, still like st- still like sort of. Um, like just sort of like twitching awkwardly um, and again, just sort of like looking around in what appears to be confusion, but is beginning to like lift off of the ground and you see like the energy pulsing from inside of it. And then uh, meanwhile, on the other side, it is the uh, chat sort of like zips his head about like scanning Juno and Luke in turn and then you see like sort of like little pods on his side open up and uh like weird like little tech rifles um <laughs> shink forward uh like from both sides pointing at you um and i think he just sort of says in a uh slightly like sort of like <sighs> digitized voice mere children this should be easy money um, and then, uh, and Aiko, meanwhile, just sort of like hefts her sort of space hammer and, uh, g- and goes, uh, all right, time to make my big debut. I just realized I kind of did. <laughs> we just had some fighting game openers. Yeah, we did. <laughs> from all these like guys. It. That's correct. And I, think, and I think it is time for you all to, um, Yes, it is uh, time for you to enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, even though your team is, the party's a little bit split. Mm-hmm. So, Figuring first, still, like, communicate back and forth? Oh, yeah. Um, you can probably, yeah, you can probably at least shout, yes. <laughs> um, and so, um, let's see. First off, add two to the team pool. Next, if the lead, okay, so first off, who is the leader? Uh, this is going to, you know what, this is going to be a tricky one. Um, because we have a two front fight yeah is it are y'all all right forfeiting the leader bonus yeah oh it yeah. seems appropriate for this yeah. that seems appropriate okay. um yeah. yeah okay does everyone have the same purpose in this fight um i'm pretty sure you do but let's hear it uh beat these guys asses and then go <laughs> kick the shit out of gorox yeah yeah, <laughs> sur- yeah survive this whole like review process and get away yeah basically gotcha okay does any, any team member mistrust the leader or the team? Pippa does not mistrust the team. Yeah, no. same here. Yeah, okay then. I'm good too. Um, and then is your team ill prepared or off balance? Uh, this situation is surprising, but you were like literally told about it. Yeah. So we are um, also training for it to a certain degree yeah. and all yeah. this other stuff. So I think it balances out. So you do have a team pool of three. All right. So um, with that in mind, uh, both of you know what the sort of stakes you're being presented with. Um, which, like, 
what who's going to go first we can focus on like one team or another or we can have it like be kind of free form whatever works oh boy hmm. uh, um okay i think the first thing that uh that paint does is whisper to, to pippa you're you're gonna figure this out right <laughs> <laughs> Pippa, Pippa take like pauses for a frame, just like, and just says, "Close to vessel. I think if we can take her out quick, we can two on one, Lady Photon. Then maybe we stand a chance." All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, are we going to start with you trying to implement that plan? Yeah, I guess so. Um, first, I, I so depending how easy this is, uh, Pippa's first. Uh, and I guess whatever uh, uh, Pate's first instinct is, Pippo's going to be trying to close in on Vessel. Okay. Vessel is currently hovering above the ground about, like, roughly half a football field away from you. Um, what's what's your approach? Pate. You know, have, have you ever... You, you've tossed stones, right? That's a thing you've done? Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I... I I say this with deathly seriousness. I need you to pelt me at that robot. <laughs> Great. Uh, Pate just grins and, and uh, extends a hand. <laughs> hand grip. It's time for fastball special. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Well, fastball special is specifically when you get picked up by your ass is the thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't, okay. know how, I don't know how Pate's picking Pippa up. <laughs> All right, so what do we? How do we do that? <laughs> um, let's see. I, th- hmm, I think, I think this might be. I think this is Pate unleashing her powers to overcome an obstacle. Yes. Okay. That's also keep in too. mind just to establish the stakes. As you do this, you you do have like a light speed shark circling you. So right. just to keep the stakes in mind. <laughs> That's well, correct. this is going to be fun because uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, that's rolling freak, mm-hmm. and my freak is minus one. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, great. So let's see. We it's it's not slash roll. I I'll do it. I'm gonna do it right the first time, <laughs> and everything's gonna be fine. There's also a space between the roll and the two d six. Yeah. Six. Uh, okay. We can, spend that. we can spend one of those teams immediately to get that at least up to a seven. Yeah, you can. Do you yeah. want to? I uh, guess. Let's let's do that. I think. Um, I think how this is going to manifest is like literally uh, Pippa getting into like like rolling into cannonball mode. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> just, like, just like yeah, just crouching down and like and tucking tucking her arms and and all that. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, then. Um, yep, you spend that teamwork and uh, bumps it up to a seven. So, um, Pate, um, do you want to mark a condition or do you want me to tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary? Ooh, geez. Um... Now, because it's a matter of throwing, I think unstable is obviously going to be the easiest one. It means that you that uh, it's not going to be a clean throw. Um, for temporary... I can also work with, I think that might mean just mean that Pippa has like a very small window to do what she wants to do when she's been thrown. That works. I think that, that I think I, I mean, it's obviously Luke's pick, but that kind of works with what I have in mind, the temporary. Yeah. Let's, let's go for that then instead of marking a condition. Okay. Pippa Um, has one shot at this. This is to be expected. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So um, like curl up, and Pate just fucking, like you said, pelts you. Um, I think that sort of what happens is um, a vessel um, uh, like sort of like notices that this is happening and like starts to sort of like um, move out of the way. And they sort of do this by like just kind of like uh, just just kind of like twirling midair. But uh, Pippa does have an opening to try and do whatever her plan was. Radical. So, that? Uh, so uh, Pippa is like uh, cannonballing through the sky, obviously, and like mm-hmm. unfurls uh, it, like in in trajectory of uh, collision with a uh, vessel. Uh, 
like pulls back their black arm, like winding up a punch practically. It just starts radiating energy. Like, all right, let's test fire this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've, we've been broadcasting this for a while now that I think about it. I bet you didn't expect I had an anti-Star Cross weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Pippa is going to uh, effectively just try and, what would what would in this case be attempting to basically overload discharge this robot with the uh, okay. special with the special weapon hand that is uh, has some weird science shit going on with that right like just to refresh this is this is sort of what I seems like an upgraded version of the one that you tried to use against Luke in that yeah this match, is this right? is this is built so that uh, it will ideally um, not. Uh, explode uh, at the at taking like any amount of physical stress. Um, <laughs> it in what if Pippa made the whole arm out of black box? You say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> excellent. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, that's definitely directly engaging. So um, wonderful. So I have a penalty to this because I'm afraid. However, my right. danger is plus three. Okay. Um, so this is still going to be a, a plus one. So I have hope. Um, Six, 2d6 plus one there we go 12 <laughs> jesus christ wow. all right oh my god um yeah okay then i uh, pick pick two resist or avoid their blows take something from them create an opportunity for your allies or impress surprise or frighten the opposition um you tell me how because i think one of this is going to be create an opportunity for my allies because i think the idea is like whatever happens here this is giving uh some clearance for for pay to do something right um mm. but what this looks like at least and whether this is impress surprise or frighten or it's taking something from them this is like the robot like like floating with these gravity powers or whatever uh just starts plummeting oh and, okay. and maybe it catches itself before before it like falls completely but like it just like the power part just shuts down okay okay um i think yeah i think Given what you have established of taking something from them, I, of like specifically, it's supposed to deal with the powers, right? This is specifically supposed to deal with Juno's power set. Great. Okay, I think that sounds though it. Yeah, I think that sounds like taking something from them. Um, I think you could also separately get um, like give an opening for your allies if you want to specifically land it in a way like you can take the powers away in a way that. And narratively, that can mostly benefit you, you know? But if you yeah. also make it so that uh, Pate has got a clear opening. Yeah, um, and I think that's what happens, is that is, um, so to be a fucking video games about it, uh, Pippa just cast gravity on this robot. Okay. And it is plummeting into the ground within range of, of uh, you know, of, of Pate's more conventional modes of violence. Okay, well then, uh, because you have not selected two... Okay, let's see. Oh no! I have not. I have not selected to resist or avoid their blows. Okay. Um, what happens here is like all of that happens. Um, however, like as your like as your like fist energy weapon thing like like connects, as the energy discharge goes off, there's like sort of this weird. Um, there's something that could be a cry of pain or it could just be sort of like a like distorted like just radio signal or something mm -hmm. like, like listening to like like recordings of like the echoes of the big bang or whatever um and like as you disperse the energy it goes outward there is this like th there's like this uh there's like this like hot nebula of just star power that blasts out um, around you, both hitting you. And so mark a condition. Uh, what conditions do you have available? Uh, I have everything available except for afraid. Okay. Um, well then, uh, I guess Mark, um, what would be considering you said it sounded like a cry of pain, maybe guilty would be I good was about here. to say, yeah, guilty. Um, <laughs> that happens and you can like, um, and so you're like a little singed by that and like some of the like some of the cameras like lining the stadium just like combust 
Hell yeah. Really great. great. Like shit is like blackened in like a circle around it. And, and then you land. And I think that like, uh, uh, in response, this lady photon probably like stops for a second to just like, before she, you know, runs into the blast zone and sort of like, l- like looks on in shock. Um, and I think because an opening was specifically given, I think that uh, we're good to jump to Pate. So uh, what are you doing? Okay, um, let's see. Well, an opening an opening was given, so the best thing I can think is to uh, try to shut down the vessel as quickly as possible, right? Like, we don't want this thing getting back up on its feet. And turning its powers back on and doing, you know, doing Juno stuff to us. So, um, hmm, maybe, maybe uh, a nice, a nice like uh, hammer strike to its like technical bits. All right, Dark Souls boss jump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have established you can do that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. um, I think that is. I think that is also just a just a directing uh, that's directly engaging. I think, which I am also afraid. So this is going to be okay. a, a neutral that's right, role we've all for got me. It, except for Luke. <laughs> Everyone's real spooked. Luke's just having a normal one. <laughs> Luke's, like, Luke's like I don't know. A dinosaur stabbed me in the ankle. Then she uh, disappeared. So I guess I'm having a normal one. <laughs> so let's see. Um, that's a ten. Hey. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, then, uh, you know, same as before, pick those two. Are you going to resist or avoid their blows? Take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition? Um, I'm going to. Oh, you know what? Okay. I'm going to uh, resist and avoid their blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten. Okay. Nice. Um,. Okay. And I want I want it to be like you know, like this is a this is like a such a strong hit that it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> let's see. Um Yeah, okay, so um so yeah, you like you you lunge forward, um it is like definitely like reacting and you can see some of like the like the glow start to come back to it and it's sort of like reached out towards you. And then the hammer strike does come down. It hits it like right on its like tech part. And it like, it, it shudders and you hear it say in the same sort of like weirdly, like sort of like distorted radio voice, sorry. And then it like just sort of oh, like slumps no. down. Ow. Um, at which point, um, right in the Lee feelings. Photon, yeah. Uh, uh, Pippa might have to, Pippa might have to take another condition. <laughs> <laughs> While you are dealing with this, and also I should say you are also standing in the middle of a potentially irradiated, like sort of blast zone. There's like oh, small God. fires around you and shit. No, that's uh, fine. Because <laughs> she's specifically um, like, like, like like surprised by all of that uh lately photon is like continued to like not um uh like she she has she hasn't moved yet but um she just she just sort of like looks on and um yeah i don't i don't i don't think she says anything but you can tell that she is just like she is just looking at you from where she is. Mm. So with that um, rather brutal one two established, um, how how are things going on the other side? And also, hey, Juno, how do you feel about what you just saw? Um, if you were paying attention to that. She, yeah, I think she heard the, the explosion of all the cameras and stuff and turned around to see that and saw that Pippa has created an anti-Juno arm. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, I like to think that she doesn't even have time to process it before whoever we're fighting decide to make their move. So 
Yeah. Oh, you know? and definitely, I just realized uh, Gorox is definitely going to be, he's, he's definitely got to be like commenting on it. So, like, oh, oh yeah. an impressive first strike for the new wave. It seems like one of their biggest powerhouses is a little more fragile than I would have expected. Let's see how the original fares. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> going to send this full packing. <laughs> I'm going to. Fire him directly into a sun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think as as Juno is still trying to process that, I guess I wonder what uh, what our opponents are doing because the other you know the other okay. two made their move. Okay, well then, if you want me to uh, establish what's going on, I think that um, they are um, as opposed to the maybe more passive beginning that the others had, um, they are actually both uh, moving on you right now. Obviously, Great. the chat is doing it surprisingly faster because he is a like a, a mecha panther, um, but Iko is also uh, just sort of like just running at you with intent to wallop. Like she is like she. <laughs> You can tell if she had made it uh, into pro wrestling, she's got like heel energy just built yeah. into her. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what uh, you thinking, Ellie? I'm thinking, um, no offense to Ico, but I'm far more worried about the assassin Mecha Panther. Um, <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, so what? That's that's Luke's priority, and what. What he's thinking is um, to try the sort of uh, the more sort of like light and sound shockwave sort of setup he did on uh, Shink to see if that uh, oh. messes up uh, the chat's sensors. Okay, yeah, That's that idea. sounds yeah, that sounds like an. Depending on how you do that, I think that could honestly be a directly engage or an unleash your powers. What seems more appropriate to you? Um, I was I was thinking unleash powers just because I, I figured it'd sort of be like filling the filling the air with chaff, sort of. If that makes any yeah. sense, sort of like I'm also going to say. Yeah, I'm also going to say that if you want to do it that way, we can actually count this as like going against both of them. You know, if you're changing the environment to like be full of flashes, um, then I, I don't think... want it. I don't want it to. Uh, I don't want to strike Juno so much, though. Yeah, I think so that that is maybe not something necessary. that I would expect to like mess up, like radar or cameras or whatever. But well, I'm I'm just going to say that like. Um, if you do like uh if you do like sort of a broad sweep thing, it won't necessarily be a problem for Juno unless like that could be a complication of oh, it being unstable or something like that. Alright. So Alright, yeah, I think that's good then. Um Whereas I think if you wanted to have it be a specifically against debuffing just the one guy, that could actually be a directly engage. So Um I'm I'm no, I'm good against both. Okay, cool. So I do have hopeless marked, so I am going to get a minus two to unleash powers. All right. Um. Ooh, we got a total of seven. Rolled a okay. nine dice to get over that penalty. Awesome. Okay, so you can mark in condition, or I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Um, I think that with unstable, it's possible that it may affect less people than you intended or more people than you intended. Um, and with uh, temporary, that's it's pretty easy to say what that is. You know, you are yeah. like briefly like blinding them. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So I can't take. I mean, if I take the condition, I'm out of the fight. I've already got four marked. Good lord! Um, if you mark your fifth one, that doesn't take you out. It's the one after that. Oh, okay. Um, I am still inclined uh, <laughs> to say that it's temporary. Okay, cool. Sure. Um, I think yeah. I don't. I don't, um, I don't know if like. I don't know if like this. I was like, oh, it's okay. You can have zero hit points. It's like I can't. I can. I'd like to keep it. Actually, <laughs> true. I just. I want to be. I just want to be clear. I, I'm, um, yeah, I'm aware of my options. Um. Uh. Okay. So, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to. 
I'm honestly going to go with unstable just because I did temporary for the last one. Um, gotcha. And I think that, um, let's see. I, hmm. uh, I'm not going to say like, oh, Juno just gets like straight up flashbanged. But I think that like the, what you do is you create sort of this area where like the, like the flashes and stuff are going off. And um, basically if she wants to not have to deal with that, Juno's going to have to avoid it. And it's also possible that the others might be able to avoid it if they get lucky. But currently because they were charging kind of close to each other, you have got, um, you have got both of them uh, like uh, disoriented. Okay. So yes, and I think that is all that has effectively created an opportunity if Juno wants to do something. Yeah. Um I'm going to I'm going to take that opportunity and what Juno is going to do is um I think what she's going to do is kind of uh uh hold up her arm and like put it like, you know, and um make like a like an energy bolt and fire it at Lashat. Oh, okay. Um, and just to like you know try and take because uh, Luke's right the 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 robot is the the more dangerous <laughs> of the two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we're not we're not thinking about what just happened in the other arena at all either. Um, and yeah, I think. Oh, actually, what I want to do um, yeah. is oh. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's walk okay. that back a little. I, I realized sure. something. Um, instead, what Juno is gonna do is she's actually going to um, charge and do like a do one of the, you know how she laid out Tekrat with the, yeah. with the charge punch. Um, that she's is going gonna to mean that is going to mean going into the like flashbang field though. Yeah, uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. We're going to see how this goes. <laughs> okay. Pippa yeah. handshake meme Juno rushing into situations that are materially bad for their health, but hey, whatever. <laughs> we're going to see how this goes and try and get this handled quickly. <laughs> um, so that's plus danger because it's. I assume it's directly engaged a threat, right? Yeah, yeah. That's directly um, engaging. Actually, you know, you know what? He's he's flashbanged, you know. Yeah. Like that's been specifically set up as a thing. Um, okay, so he's in the flashbang field, but also she's going to be in the flashbang field. I feel like that is even the playing ground enough. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Okay. And so, I also wanted to use in a china shop because I do that still have that, and I haven't used that in a while. Oh right. Okay. Then yeah. Then, <laughs> then go go ahead and do that then. Uh oh boy. So that is. You are charging up your arm and making it all cool and glowy. So <laughs> normally plus two, but again, we all have afraid except for Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> it's plus, <laughs> plus one instead. Okay. Yeah, Luke has just everything else. It's fine. I'm just too oh, numb to great. be scared. That's anymore. a nine. <sighs> a nine. Okay. That's a nine. A nine. If, if Luke wanted to spend one of our two remaining teamworks to boost that, could. Or we Ooh. can conserve it and leave it at a nine. Oh, that's true. Which is still not bad. Um, um, I no, I didn't get any kind of carry one forward last session. I'm no, I'm happy to give you the team to uh, give you an extra pick on the directly engage choices. Right. Um, I will take that team and okay. bump that up to a ten. Okay, then go ahead and pick two. Let's see. Where's my this year review is going pretty well, aside from the uh, the horror. You know, it's fine. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to take something from them, or maybe more accurately, knock something off of them, if that okay, counts. Yeah. Uh, and sure, impress, yeah. surprise, or frighten the opposition. All right. Um, and what are you taking from them? I actually think that Juno um, goes for a hit and actually, like... Uh, like momentum punches like directly into one of the mounted guns and that shit just uh explodes yeah like on contact definitely (laughs) and because it is ball at china shop there's um i think that 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that what happens it is like as collateral you, damage. Yeah, yeah. For one thing, there is like the sort of expected, just sort of like crater like around mm-hmm. you when you do that. Like the shot sort of like braces all three, all four legs, and is so it's not it's not just like floored, but like is uh like you you shoot the gun and it like discharges as you as it does so and like it like blasts out another one of the uh cameras that is just in the audience stand yeah and actually Um, what it is is that the the impressed surprise is that after she she hits the shot she gets up and like shakes her hand and looks up at gorox and says you really locked me in a force field where I'm not afraid to do as much damage as I want. <laughs> oh God. Um, I, um, like as you are doing that, you hear from a uh, next to you. Do you have any idea how much that kind of technology costs? And you get blasted in the back by the other gun. Okay. That um, works. <laughs> so uh, what conditions do you have available? All of them except afraid. So okay. Uh, uh, oh then. yeah, no, I have insecure. When do I pick up insecure? Oh well. Um, <laughs> then um, I guess um, I, I guess just Mark. Um, I I want to say I think hopeless is appropriate to the feeling of getting shot in the back with a gun. Mm-hmm. Is definitely like it's like an energy gun, you know. So it's not like you have a bullet in you. Right. But um, that did happen, and because and uh, I'm going to have to ask you to take a powerful blow. <gasps> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> she's gonna say don't threaten me with a good time in a bubble where I don't have to worry about the damage I do and then immediately lose control of her powers <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh great never should run my mouth in this game ever uh, <laughs> that's 2d6 plus 3 folks nice well oh wait yeah. no not nice no, you know, yeah, that's, you it's, low, it's 2d6 right? plus 3 in fact you you really hope this, this is gonna roll bad yeah. you want this to roll as bad as possible that's an 11 <laughs> uh oh oh no harsh We've been getting a lot of interesting take a powerful blow rolls lately. I can't okay. remember the last time we had take a powerful blow where someone didn't roll a two digit number. Yeah, <laughs> y- y'all are getting kicked around. Okay, so you must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself, your powers in a terrible way, or two options from the seven nine list, which to remind you are lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You give ground, your opposition gets an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Can I? I know what I want to do, but I want it to kind of sit. So can I take a mulligan and like just say that Juno gets blasted halfway across the arena and we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna sit on that for a minute? Um, <laughs> honestly, that could translate to like giving the opposition an opening if you're just put out of a uh, commission. No, because I know I know which one I want to pick. I just, okay, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Let's let let let's do that then. Okay, okay. Yes. I know exactly which one I pick. I just kind of <laughs> want to wait for a minute. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, give it give it some time to stew. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I get you. Um you do that. Um you are like black it's sort of there's like a there's like the little light show going on and then there's like a blast and Juno flies out of it. Um and uh so uh Luke, you see that happen and then you also see that Iko is sort of like struggling like towards you with like her arm over her eyes it you it's clear that she like is still like sort of incapacitated but she's still like going for it so Mm. uh in light of that what are you going to address you want to like continue focusing on the gun cat the uh lady who uh does not seem to be caught up in the little fight that's going on or or your uh, very hurt friend Ooh, um so uh, Luke is feeling uh, guilty, so I think he's going to focus on defending Juno. Okay, so are you going to like light like speed zip over to her and like get in between her and the and Lichat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And I think prob like when that happens, is that an appropriate time for uh, uh, Juno's damage to kick in? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that uh, Luke puts puts himself between her and the rest. Oh, God. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, and all you hear from behind him is some is uh two voices at the same time going, "You are all so small." Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Great. Uh and Juno gets up and um yeah. Let me look. I have to look at something real fast. Yeah. Is um this isn't necessarily something where you're going you'll have to like make a roll. You can just like yeah. say narratively what happens and okay, I can then. work with it. Uh yeah. Juno gets up and walks past Luke and um is in like full burn mode where like her hair is glowing and her eyes are like solid white and she looks uh-huh. at Lashat and Iko and even back at Luke and is like all of you are so small and so weak in comparison to us we are infinite and you are specs <laughs> damn okay <laughs> Dane to lay a hand on us and uh i think that's when we she does the black hole thing again oh fuck okay uh, all right so, so like lights start flickering and stuff just starts like shutting down inside of the bubble and um starts like pulling everyone toward her and it feels like the room like the whole stadium is starting to get real heavy real fast okay uh like like damn that's certainly a different reaction to taking a hit auxiliary uh generators are kicking in damn <laughs> like <laughs> like 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 I know. Uh, uh-huh. Like this is great. I, I said I wouldn't make you fight each other, but it looks like uh, you looked up at any opportunity to do that anyway. Uh, and uh, so, yes, that that is happening. Um, fuck, I get shit. Okay, I think I gotta end the episode there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good cliffhanger moment for that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yes. Uh, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm entirely, I'm entirely knocked on, on my ass. Um, so uh, join us next time to see what the heck uh, our heroes will do when put in this perilous situation, uh, partially of their uh, own creation. Uh, <laughs> <Whoops>. Yeah, j- j- <laughs> until then, stay big gay and nerdy, I hope. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Nyan Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join our ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We are at biggaynerdscast on Twitter and just biggaynerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds fan club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.